Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. It's been a long two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. I want to give a shout out to everyone who did a crossover with me in the first week that I was gone. Shout out to Locked On Kings, Locked On NHL, Locked On Red Wings, Locked On Sabres. You guys are the best. Go and give those hosts a shout out on Twitter or Instagram, whatever social media platform you have, and give those guys a shout out. They are the best. And shout out to all my guest stars last week. That was one of my most successful weeks ever of being a part of this great network. So shout out to my guest stars, Jake Krasoniak, Eric Liebrich, Taylor Mersek, Matt Karnecki, and also Harrison Watt. You guys are the best. Thank you for making Open Hockey Discussion one of my most successful weeks on my show. So uh, shout out to you guys. You guys are the best. Now back to business. Now I know I've been away from this show for the past two weeks. However, I have not been far away from the great sport of hockey. I've been following along very closely to this, uh, how would I say it? I guess regular season semi playoffs I don't know I, I don't know but I've been following along I'm going to give you guys some of my opinions on these past few games what does it mean for the New Jersey Devils because trust me trust me some of these wins and losses play a big part in the New Jersey Devils draft so we're going to talk about that in this episode and you know what I've been away for so long there's just a lot that I want to talk about there's a lot on the agenda but luckily you guys get to hear me for five straight days isn't that exciting so let's get right back into it. Now, before we get into anything, let me explain to more of the casual fan who's been watching on television and a little confused as to how this format is working. Allow me to break that down for you. So how the 2014 playoff format is working is that the NHL uh, shared the competitive format for the 2014 playoff setup for how the 2020 NHL playoffs will work with the media, their fans, and things of that nature. So they did something called the round robin, which pertains to the seating for the top four teams in each conference. The qualifying round, quote unquote, has previously been referred to as a play-in round. So Toronto has been hosting the Eastern Conference team at Scotia Bank Arena, which is home of the Toronto Raptors and also the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, while the Edmonton uh, area... Oh, boy, uh, I, I just want to say I am so sorry to Oilers fans. Not. <laughs> uh, we'll have Western Conference team at uh, Rogers Place. That's where they've been hosting it. So let's take a look at some of these scores. New York Islanders came up victorious against the Florida Panthers 5-1. to one. The Islanders ended up winning that series three games to one. Sergei Bobrovsky, man, I've talked about him on this show before. Absolutely god-awful performance, I just must say. And you know what? We were talking about him because the Devils didn't hire Coach Lavi, but, you know, that's a story for a different time. We were talking about how Bobrovsky kind of struggles in the playoffs, and here's just another example of it. So anyway, the Arizona Coyotes, shout out to Taylor Hall, end up beating the Nashville Predators 4-3, and the Coyotes ended up winning the series Three games to one because these games are out of five to move it along a little bit better. So the Montreal Canadiens beat 
the Pittsburgh Penguins two to nothing, and the Canadians ended up winning that series three games to one. Wow, what? <laughs> I'm happy that the Penguins lost. And sorry, Taylor. Uh, Taylor guest starred on this show last Wednesday, and she was a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And when she said that, I was just like, <laughs> so sorry for that, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks uh, beat the Edmonton Oilers three to two in their last game. Blackhawks win the series three to one. Oh my God, Edmonton, what happened? This is embarrassing. I just must say, I, I just had to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And at the time of this recording, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets are still tied two games to two, and that game will be tonight to see who moves on and who goes home. As anybody knows, I absolutely despise the Toronto Maple Leafs. Absolutely. The New York Yankees of the NHL. Just just talk too much about their history, and I don't think any of our parents were even alive the last time they won a uh, Stanley Cup. I'm just putting that out there. So uh, the Vancouver Canucks win against the Minnesota Wild 5-4. to four. I must say, that OT game was so intense. It was so good. I was on the edge of my seat. It was so thrilling. It went so long. It was so exciting. In fact, it's so good that I must post the entire thing onto this show and you know what that's what i'm gonna do so enjoy this ot thing i'm done for today who has the most recent overtime goal by a wild player in a playoff game and he scored an overtime against the dallas stars in game five a couple of years back nico sturm got it to the line a long shot they score it takes the canucks 11 seconds to win it in overtime and win the series. Yeah, I know. I troll. I troll a lot. But listen, this is my show. I'll do what I want. How does that... Oh, my God. 11 seconds in that OT? Really? Only 11. Not even worth going to overtime for that one. <laughs> That's just my honest opinion. They deserve to go home after that. So, uh, bye-bye, Minnesota. Have a wild time back at home watching the games. Oh, my God. Play better defense or look more alert because that was just a waste of time. I stayed up. That it, By the way, when I'm watching that game, it's like one in the morning, uh, my time. So, it was past my bedtime. So, you, you made me... St- drink like two cups of coffee for nothing now let's talk a game that's more worthwhile of my attention and that was the maple leafs and the blue jackets game that game was intense uh columbus blew a three nothing lead the leaves come back and tie it up in fact it was so exciting i must admit like i i said um i i forget when i said in the episode but i am not a toronto maple leaves fan i've said that before and i am still sticking by that but i must say that game was intense it got me on the edge of my seat and i gotta give credit when credit's due toronto did a hell of a job not backing down because it was win or go home for them. If they didn't win, they're going back to Toronto where they came from and just watching the game like the uh, rest of the whoever got eliminated. Anyway, I don't have time to go through who got eliminated again. I, it was just leading on somewhere and it just backfired. Get, cut me some slack, okay? I, I, this is what happens when I take a two-week break. Anyway, uh, the, the game was intense. It was enjoyable. And it was so exciting that singer and celebrity Justin Bieber, he, he was... <laughs> I, here, let me just play the clip. Yeah! 
Uh, just just to reiterate, the girl screaming was not Justin Bieber. Don't worry, he's gone through puberty. He's a grown man now. It was actually coming from his wife. But anyway, Justin Bieber's true reaction to the Toronto Maple Leafs tying that game up was just how I felt because it was late in the third period. It was only a few seconds left, like uh, 20 seconds left in the game. And I was just preparing to say, okay, it's over for Toronto. Start the buses, pack the bags, get ready to check out of the hotel bus. This is over for Toronto. There's no way they're going to tie it up. And boom, ties the game and we're going to OT. And that was just so intense and just so fun to watch. Come OT, I'm just on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, the Blue Jackets are going to tie it up. No, Toronto is going to tie it up. Oh my God, they're deep in the slot. Oh, nice stop by the goalies. Oh, this, that, or that. Who's going to strike first? And then bam, the Maple Leafs, thanks to Austin Matthews, who shares my last name, end up scoring and they keep their playoff chances alive and they tie the series two games to two and it's a winner go home for both respective teams they are playing tonight at the time of this recording and the blue jackets are on top of the maple leaves one to nothing with 233 left in period number one so that game is underway and no lead is ever safe in hockey not even a 3-0 lead realistically you should be able to win uh when you're up three to nothing hell you can win up one nothing you got to tighten up your defense and for for the uh blue jackets you had them right where you wanted them and then you just absolutely choked and if the blue jackets end up losing this series and then missing out on the stanley cup playoffs then guess what they're gonna look back at that game and just say what went wrong for us and you know what if you guys want me to uh analyze and give my personal perspective of what went wrong for the Blue Jackets in that game? Listen, I know this is locked on Devils, but the network said, you know, my viewership is also hockey fans. So, you know, Devils aren't in the playoffs. So we could talk about other hockey teams to keep you guys entertained. So if you guys want me to break down that game and give you my personal perspective of it, because that, honestly, that was one of the best games I saw this year, considering that the Devils are absolutely trash. But, you know, we've already talked long enough about that. Uh, you know, I will do it in a future episode, maybe this week. Who knows if, if I'm bored? I don't have to listen to you guys, but you know, I'm a nice enough guy because I know you. Without you guys listening to my show, there is no show. So, it, you know, what? Just just give me your opinion. Hit me up on Twitter, Trey Matt Four, or Instagram, Trey Emery Matthews, and you guys can tell me what you want to see in future episodes, especially when there's nothing going on with the Devils right now. But anyway, yeah, that game was just so much fun to watch and you know what I just enjoyed every second of it I was just on the edge of my seat everyone in the group chat uh, for Locked On Podcast NHL we were all just talking about it and it was just so much fun I know I sound like a broken record when I say this but that's just how it was for me before we continue I know I know I know you're enjoying what you're listening to but just hear me out for a second because I need to make an important announcement chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourself first rockauto.com's prices are are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see 
all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now, let's turn the tables a little bit and let's talk about the New Jersey Devils because they are very, very relevant in these playoffs even if you don't know it. So remember all the scores I was telling you about? Who won, who lost, who I was sorry for, who I wasn't sorry for? Well, here's the thing. The Devils, they needed a few things for them to go right in order to get certain draft picks. And, you know, because this team is in a rebuilding stage and we need all the first-round draft picks we can get. And here's the thing. I would like to personally thank Brad Richardson of the Arizona Coyotes because they won on an overtime goal and took down the Nashville Predators in four games, like I stated. Chris Tanev of the Vancouver Canucks also, remember that 11-second OT that I was telling you about because I was hysterically laughing because it was so pathetic? Well, they sent the Minnesota Wild home in four games. And because of that, because of the Canucks winning and because of the Coyotes winning, the Devils were able to get three first-round picks. So, Thank you so much for giving us these opportunities. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Trey, that sounds too good to be true. We're seriously getting three first round draft picks and I'm here to tell you it is too good to be true because there is a but. The only but is is the Arizona one because Arizona losing would give them only a 12.5% chance at winning the lottery and the right to draft Alexi Lafreniere. Man, I tell you, I know it's French Canadian, but these French names are so hard to pronounce. In fact, any hockey name is so hard to pronounce. He has a hockey name. Okay, rule number one, if you want to play hockey, you have to have a confusing last name. That's what I've realized when I'm announcing the great sport of hockey. Just so many confusing last names. Lafreniere, Lafreniere, Lafreniere. Okay, there we go. It's in my head now. So, yes, the Devils will only have a 12.5% chance to draft Alexei Lafreniere. Oh, my God. That is... Try saying that 10 times fast, everybody. It is more difficult than I'm perceiving it to be. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Well, 12.5%. I mean, there's still hope. It's not like it's 1% or 2% or 3%. I've seen crazier things happen, so... Now, I'm, I'm just saying, do not get your hopes up. Hope for the best, but also prepare for the worst. So, Lafreniere, don't don't start customizing your New Jersey Devils jersey to purchase. Don't 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 do none of that. Just just know it's only a 12 and a half percent chance due to the Arizona Coyotes winning. Now, here's another probable outcome that could have happened. If the Coyotes would have lost the series and didn't win the lottery, the Devils would have a much higher pick than they would have had. Them advancing secures the pick in the 2020 draft, but makes it a little bit lower of a pick. So that's the only but when I say we have three first round picks. Remember, when something is too good to be true, usually it is. And but you know, I don't think it's that big a deal. We still get we still get three picks in the first round and all those can go a very long way because we need to build our system and we need to build for the future. So nothing to hold your head about. 
I know you always want more, but just keep in mind, there's always people who have less. There's always teams that have less. There's always teams that have less hope than us. So we should be grateful. We shouldn't be um, holding our head between our legs. None of that, because you know what? We had a good day with these playoff losses, these playoff wins and these OTs, I must say. Before we move on to the next set of things that happened during these playoffs, I do need to talk about Nolan Bianchi from Locked On Red Wings. I just read his tweet and I just rolled laughing. So he tweeted out, torn between wanting to read Leafs fans hating their own team on Twitter all night and being actually terrified that Toronto will add Lafreniere by 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs so much. I don't want them to get Lafreniere because I because the rich will just get richer. Come on, give it to a poorer team. We need some balance in the NHL, as Thanos would say. If uh, Lafreniere goes to a contending team, here's what Thanos from the Avengers would say. He would be like, "There is no balance." So there is no balance in the NHL if Lafreniere goes to a contending team because, like I said. The rich will just get richer and I will pull my hair out and I will literally cry in my bed upset because I'm just hoping, I'm praying, just please, please just let him go to a poor team. Give us a shot. Now, in regards to the Devils' two other picks, both selections are probably going to give them in the same area of the first round. They need to hit on these picks so they can add more to their farm system. They have a lot of talented young players in their lineup, like I said, from Heizer to Hughes to a few others. But they need a lot of help. They need a lot of development. You saw that Jack Hughes didn't really do too well unless he was with a certain line that included Taylor Hall, but he's no longer there. So he needs some extra help. Uh, the defensive side of things, the Devils had one of the worst defenses in all of the NHL. So maybe add a defensive man to maybe shake things up. He's your, you know, he's uh, he was a part of a weak uh, draft class. You know, what you see is what you get with Heizer. But, you know, I, I guess room to grow, room for potential, to say the least. So these picks are crucial and they can help. I don't care where they land. You just need some sort of talent just to help our farm system, just to help our roster. Now, Vancouver's pick came to the Devils via the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Blake Coleman trade. Tampa had the pick in the trade that sent JT Miller to Vancouver. Arizona's first round pick came to New Jersey in exchange for Taylor Hall, as I just mentioned. Now, this is a very good draft, so hopefully they are able to win the draft again and take another step forward so we can become a contender. Okay, I am tired of losing. I am tired of seeing this, that, and a third. So I'm just hoping that we can have a successful offseason after a terrible offseason last year. So let's just see what happens. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm shaking nervous to see the results of these playoffs. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for guys. I hope you enjoyed it. It's great to be back behind the mic after taking some time off. And remember, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey.